Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Mystery on the rocks, oh yeah. Mystery on the rocks, yeah. Mystery on the rocks, yeah. Welcome to another episode of Mystery on the Rocks, the show where we take unsolved, true mysteries and yummy cocktails and we drink them and you listen to us talk about mysteries. That's probably the worst one. Uh, (laughs) No, I like that one. Actually, Um, to be honest, Masood, from a business standpoint, that was actually probably the best one. (laughs) That's why it was the worst one. It was so concise. That's, like, that's why exactly it was the worst what, one, Chris. That's exactly what the show is. Can't argue with that. That's, that's exactly what the studio would have wanted. <laughs> <laughs> if they're still listening, they're going, they're finally, still... <laughs> they're cooking. They're finally in cooking. It's the, uh, as you can hear those lovely voices with me, as always, is a fantastic Suze Kempner. <laughs> <laughs> the wonderful Chris Stokes. And I'm Masood Milas. Hello. I am... Um... <laughs> I haven't set Zoom in my headphones, so... Like, you'll have to take that beginning bit off Zoom. Sorry. Oh, right. oh that's all right. Oh, should we have a little look at what we're drinking? Yes, what are we drinking today? Uh, let's start with you, Suze. Me? You so, yeah. I've made up a drink, and I suggested it in the WhatsApp group the other day. Do you remember? Oh, I'm excited. Do you remember, children? So, I what do, I've yeah. done is I thought, oh, I bet smoky, Smokehead Whiskey, Smoky mm. Whiskey, and Grapefruit Juice would be good together. Mm. And um, I'll sweeten it. I'll add a little simple syrup. So I've done that. And yeah. now, just now, I, I had a sip and then I added some splashes of Angostura bitters. So let's see. <gasps> That's a big old drink as well. Ooh, <laughs> yeah, it's great for juices in it. Yeah. Um, about that much. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's mostly, mostly, it's mostly great for juices. I tell you what would be really nice. It's really nice. nice. Ooh. Because Smokehead yeah. do um, a couple of variations and I bet their sherry cask... Ooh, yeah. That would be really good, yeah. This is nice. I feel like it could do with being sweeter, and I don't want to alarm you, boys, but I feel like I know what could make this drink even Uh, better. Is it Frangelica? (gasps) Correct. I'm going to get it. I'm going to go get it. (laughs) It's been a while since she's bought Frangelica, right? Yeah. In oh God, Sue's Su- 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 getting her house and the liqueur out. If you know what I mean. Oh yeah, <laughs> it just means she's popping off to get the <clears throat> get the ball. Um, she's. I always. It's strange that drink to me feels like you pop uh, a little bit of soda water in there, a little bit of um, seltzer for our American listeners. Um, that'd be quite nice. We kind of like bump it up to like another. I think I, when she fizzy. put it in the WhatsApp group, I really wanted to try it. Yeah, it sounds really nice. Although fizzy, fizzy and whiskey, oh, this doesn't do too badly actually. You, yeah, but I mean, yeah, you can have uh, you can have fizzy whiskey. 
Yeah. Got me friend Jellico. I'm gonna mm -hmm. add it in. Just a splash. Chris, what are you drinking? <laughs> oh, it's kind of, I guess, like like a martini and tonic. Oh. So it's um yeah, but it's it's Earl Grey infused gin. Mm -hmm. Uh dry vermouth, another measure of lemon juice. So two two parts Earl Grey gin, mm. one part dry vermouth, Ooh, one part lemon juice, oh, and then I've topped nice. it up with uh tonic. Oh lovely. Martini kit, kind of like you're looking under the branch or the umbrella of the martini. You're just kind of like, just throwing, throwing everything. Mm. I love it. I think it's great. It's, it's kind of really like, cool. well, I thought, can I have a, just a gin and tonic? And I decided I couldn't. No. <laughs> I like that you're like, can I though? <laughs> we're we like, doing? Chris never just drinks a gin and tonic. He just doesn't. I thought I'll put, uh, I'll put a bit of vermouth in there. So it's kind of like a martini and tonic. But I tell you what, the gin itself, which I tried neat because mm. I thought I'm, I'm going to try the old grey. Is it the Heston Blumenthal? No, it's oh, uh, no. York gin from... Uh, oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. And oh, it's, wow. um, uh, they call it Grey Lady. It's all yeah. grey infused, but they call yeah. it Grey Lady. John Major, his wife. So I don't know yeah, what to no. call it. Can I call it a martini and tonic? Can I? Yeah, I, I like so. that name. I, I think that's a cool. Can I just call it? I'm going to call it. Yeah, I'm going to. I'm going to call it an G and T with an E A. G and T E A. G and T E A. E A Sports. It's in the game. P S. By the way, adding a Frangelico to this was great, but I wanted to call it this drink. Sorry, I didn't give the name. It's. So we got smoke air whiskey, a bit of simple syrup, bit of Frangelico now, and. Grapefruit juice. It's a sharp and smoky. Yeah, oh, I like it. I like, I like it very it. much. I with like an N, sharp it... and smoky. Yeah, with apostrophe either side Ooh. of the N. Mm -hmm. Yes, it's it feels like the and the apostrophes like... have got little smiley faces in them. No, one's smiling and one's like because it's sharp. There was a what was it? I saw one's going sushi, like that. A, a sushi place called like something and it was like. It was like sake and sushi, and I was like, that place is what a shit name. <laughs> like, but I love I love it in the drink. But if it's for a restaurant, I'm like. Mine can oh be God, uh, mine can be mm, with apostrophe either side of it as well because mine can be like G, oh, mm, T. Yeah. So Masood, whatever you're drinking has to have an. Mm in it's the got a, oh, okay. Um, what are you drinking? What face is your apostrophe? It's already got a name, by the way, Chris. What's it's that? A, what your what face is my Okay, so my first apostrophe is the one that goes. <laughs> one oh, eye yeah. up, yeah. one eye down, yeah. and, like, yeah. and then uh, and then and then the other one is full on tears. Crying. <laughs> oh, the, that's the that's the that's gin. It. That's the gin. Oh, believe my, me, boys, that's the gin. <laughs> my favorite is the, is the um ex, sort of exacerbated one. That's like uh, the kind of sighing one. I haven't oh. seen that one <laughs> with the with 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 the zigzag mouth. Yeah. Just a, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, what are you drinking, Masood? And so, oh, this is a this is called a sloppy Joe's number one. Oh, and so, the end. Ah, it's got a bunch is the end. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Sloppy Joe's, no one. No one. Um, I'm intrigued. It's a cocktail I've never heard of. What's in it? Mm. So we've got white rum. We've got. Um, it's layered. Look. It's is a it? little bit of a. Oh no 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 no! Is it's that just where the glass? Pink. That's just where oh. the glass. That's what the glass is. Um, so you've got um, white rum. You've got lime juice. You've got grenadine, and you've got uh, orange liqueur. <gasps> it is very. Ooh. It's it's a ooh. Oh, it's quite a quite a potent. Hitter. It's good. Oh Masood, yeah. It sounds like it goes down. A real smooth. sloppy Joe's mm. number one. Why is it called now, that? It's like a disgusting name. It sounds like a man's shit and piss it's... mixed together. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Hi, so I'm sloppy two... Joe, and I've pissed and shit in a jar and, and, and shaken it up. 
And uh, would you like to drink it? Not really. I don't. Um, no, it's a cocktail. So and it's like, pink. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's, uh, it's pink. Pink, you say? Please serve it up. It's pink because uh, I consume a lot of rose salt. It's a, so it's there's two of them, and number two has a. You telling me there's a sloppy Joe's number two? <laughs> yes, there is. Um, I'm not What's sure in that exactly. one? That is piss and shit. Hang on. That, no, that, yeah, that one is shit. Um, <laughs> hang on. Let's see here. So sloppy Joe's number two. This is a bar called Sloppy Joe's. Number two can be traced back to a famed Cuban haunt sharing the Joe's moniker. It's the original mm. Sloppy Joe's. Oh, Chris, what do you have for us today? Yeah, well, uh, we're working our way chronologically, I guess, through the 20th century. But this is a little little rewind. Mm. Uh, after last week's episode, we're just going to bounce off from there and rewind a little bit. Because this yeah. is about the disappearance of William Cantello. Oh. <laughs> Some listeners may be familiar with this story because if they caught a video that we put up on our YouTube channel for a little bit before it vanished, yeah. um, uh, we sort of kind of covered this one. Mm-hmm. Some point in the 1880s, no specific year is given for when William Cantello vanished. But yeah. William Cantello was born on the Isle of Wight, but he lived in Southampton. He owned a pub. He was like a pub landlord. Mm-hmm. And in the basement of the pub, he would experiment with building machine guns. So he's like so a dad. He's only yeah. a dad. <laughs> that was his project. He would, uh, yeah, he would fermenting ferment and, and he would love fermenting. Because the machine gun, I think, had been like a prototype version of a machine gun had already been used in the American Civil War by this point. Uh, okay, I think, um, but that doesn't mean like it was by any means a finished product. It's not like they went. We've done. We've made the machine, machine gun, gun, is gun done. fellas. Yeah. yeah, it was something for them to sort of like people to tinker with. And William Cantello was trying to make his own machine gun, yeah. and he would take well, it patterns. Are we for talking things. about the Gatling gun, or is it the same? Uh, kind of, same kind of. Okay, yeah, yeah. And he um he would take a load of patents for different things. Like he was a like a crackpot inventor. Yeah. Um. Uh, and he lived with his two sons, or at least they helped out in the pub. Um, because they were grown up. They didn't go downstairs no fucking way. <laughs> well, no, well, this is the point, because he was experimenting with machine guns. There'd be people there, like regulars, they'd be sort of like supping their beer, and then yeah. in the basement they'd just hear... Because <laughs> he'd be playing with his machine guns. I testing them out. see. Yeah, I can see why what there's the no... What the fuck is he doing? There's no misses uh, in the equation. He's like, you play with a goddamn machine gun. I'm out of here. I'm done. It's... <laughs> Um, fucking hell right so he'd be experimenting with guns. yeah yeah he was experimenting with uh, um, uh, with with building machine guns uh, while obviously owning this pub that I think yeah. his two sons worked at or at least helped out at feels but, like the dad from Beauty and the Beast he was a crackpot inventor that I'm pretty sure his wife left him in the story in the Beauty at least the Disney version I'm like I'm pretty sure that like you assume that she's dead but I think she left um, I don't need this I'm gonna go have sex with a real man <laughs> wow um, it's, Belle's mom is definitely Fran Drescher from uh, <laughs> <laughs> apologies Chris continue so William Cantella he was born in 1839 so by the time he vanished he was sort of like getting on for 50 right um, okay. yeah so machine guns you're right were first used during the American Civil War and there was a Gatling gun um, something called the Nordenfeldt gun and the Gardner which gun which we covered and the, we have covered it. well briefly uh, yeah 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 because yeah, um, but Cantello because it was sort of he, he spotted this sort of like surgeon 
machine guns. Mm-hmm. He was like, I'm going to build my own. So he had he had this pub called the Old Terror Inn, and then underneath it, not so much a cellar, it was kind of like a long tunnel, which yeah. I suppose would connect different properties maybe. I don't know why there'd be a tunnel underground under mm-hmm. the pub, but there was. Maybe just a long, thin room. Either way, he used that for his workshop. Yeah, uh, well, it's good to and, fire guns down because it's and his his sons they became engineers uh, when they grew up, so they started helping him out as well. Locals would say that they could hear noises coming from the vicinity, but apparently the family kept what they were doing a secret. Oh, but in the early eighteen eighties, just before he vanished, he announced that he'd finished his machine gun. Told his family he was like, "I've it done my, ready. Mach- <laughs> I've done my, I've made my machine gun." Yeah. Um, then he. Just vanished. Mm. Oh shit! Just, so just as soon dis- as he's like, it's done. Just disappeared. Yeah. Wow. Whoa. But mm. before, right before he vanished, like some accounts differ. Some say that he had been talking about taking an extended holiday as a reward for his hard work building the gun. Right. Yeah. Okay. Some say that he then left to go and sell the finished go. gun. Mm. I like how the extended holiday. Like there's working hours for. Building a machine gun, and he's yeah. like, "I'm going to take an extended holiday." He's like, you, how dare you? You can't take an extended holiday. Make another machine gun. <laughs> like, and um, do what he wants. He's freelance. He's a freelance machine gun maker. He can do what he wants. But regardless of all of these um, uh, differing accounts, his family did not know he was going to go anywhere. So his sons oh. were like, "Dad's just vanished." Right. Okay. It was also then after, just after he, after he vanished. A large sum of money had been taken out of his bank account. Oh shit! After he'd gone. Yeah. How Which long? Obviously, after was like he. Two? They reckon he'd taken the money. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And done a runner. And done a runner. So the sons tried to find him, but they couldn't. So they hired a private investigator. Mm-hmm. And the private investigator traced William Cantello having gone to America, and then couldn't find anything else. Trowick called. So oh, the private okay. investigator. Private investigator was like. Um, he has gone, gone, he's gone to America. Um, And then, after he vanished, uh, the sons were just idly browsing a newspaper. Mm. And they saw um, a photograph of a visiting inventor from America Uh called Hiram Maxim. Right. And they were like, that's dad. Oh my God. Oh shit. Didn't this happen with? Oh no, it was a Hollywood director, but he had. Oh, William Desmond he, Taylor. And, but he, yeah, it, he hadn't gone missing, missing. Like he just yeah. gone. Boo-ay! And then he popped yeah, up yeah, in a movie. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah. And his family are like, that's my fucking husband. <laughs> you know, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah. This piece of shit. Yes. So this is a thing that men used to do. <laughs> used to? I mean, so, yeah. here at Maxim. Obviously, mm. if you remember, mm. had he'd moved to London from about 1881 okay. and he'd perfected the Maxim gun, which was a rapid-fire machine gun. Mm. Cantello's oh. sons, they saw the photograph of him and they were like, that's Dad, he's just take, he's just caught... What? This is insane. Yeah. Um, and then the descriptions of the Maxim gun pretty much perfectly matched the gun that their dad had built before he'd gone missing oh, in the shit. workshop underneath. That's so then old. the sons were like, we need to fight. We need... So they went to challenge Maxim. Hero Maxim. And he was like, no, nothing to do with me. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. Mm. I've never even been to the Isle of Wight. And they'd never told him. That <laughs> <laughs> that the Isle of Wight, I've never been. On the Isle of Wight, that yeah. was the first. But they'd never said this. So eventually, Hero Maxim 
sold his gun, the Maxim gun, to the British government, and it was used in World War One. Sure. Um, it went on to be used. So, uh, and also he got he got knighted for this, Hero Maxim. He became Sir Hero Maxim <laughs> for having invented the gun. He has got the coolest the name government. in history. Hero Maxim, yeah. And now they've added Sir cool. in front of it. Yeah. Sir Hero, like that's that's a panty dropper, that name. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, this is this is where it also. So first of all, you've got the uncanny physical resemblance that made two yeah. grown men convinced that the man they were looking at was their dad. Yeah. Furthermore, you've got the fact that he came over and has sold this machine gun to the British government that is very, 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 very similar to the gun that they saw their father mm. build in the workshop underneath. Yeah. And gotcha. then there was the name which they felt clinched it because Hiram Maxim, they said that's of, because their father, William Cantello, was fond of Maxims, which are a, they're a concise expression <laughs> of a fundamental moral rule or principle. You know what a Maxim is, it's a saying. Yeah. Right? yeah. And he, he, he carried a book of Maxims in his <laughs> before he went missing. Why is so your love like, this? It's a Maxim. Yeah. Oh, wow. This I also amazing. just love that he, he just shows up and then just like blurt, like they're like, well, our father... I've never been to the Isle of Wight. I <laughs> Nobody said anything about the... And uh, there also, there were two witnesses after this that claimed that Cantello, while he was building it in the thing, he would call it his Maxim gun. Oh. Fuck's See, sake. I, I feel, I and feel it's like... firing out Maxims. <laughs> yeah. Now, the, to, to counter this, first of all, you've got the uncanny physical resemblance. Then you've mm-hmm. got the designs of the guns are exactly the same. Then you've yep. got this name and he's apparently fond of Maxims and everything. Their belief that he'd re-emerged as somebody else and taken yeah. on a false identity mm-hmm. um, doesn't really hold up because there are accounts of Hero Maxim's early life. Oh. Um, mm. Right? So he was born in 1840. So they're a similar age as yeah. well. Right? And he was born in Maine. Did he just look like every old man in that time period, which is basically Zygmunt Freud? Like, they, it's just, it's oh, just the old man beard. You, may, you raise a good point, of... Masood, because, yeah, while they do look very, very, very similar, yeah, there have been facial recognition experts that have compared both oh, okay. photographs, and they're not the same bloke. Okay. Um, I can deduce that by looking at the two photographs as well. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, the boys, re- the boys, they really wishful wanted to thinking. be their dad. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, you, you don't know Papa. what it's like when, you, when your dad makes a machine gun and then goes missing. You, know, you just <laughs> want to see Papa. That's, you just see Papa everywhere. I've got a theory about this gun thing, mm-hmm. which we'll come back to, that might explain why the gun designs were the same. Because um, okay. that's weird. And you've got that and then the fact that they look alike. There's a lot of things strange. that you're like, well, this is strange and weird. right? But there are accounts of Maxim's early life in right. the States. Okay. Uh, he was uh, 41 when he moved from the United States to moved from America. Yeah, so he came over in 1881, um, mm-hmm. and he was an American citizen until, but he became a naturalized British subject in 1899 and got mm. his knighthood two years later. So he was an American British inventor, but he was okay. born in America. Yeah, they fast track you when you make a gun, and they try. To make <laughs> yeah. you, so, yeah. um, they love that. Obviously, the Maxim gun was the first automatic machine gun but like Cantello Mm -hmm. had put patents in for other inventions throughout his life so Maxim had also um, uh, held patents on different mechanical devices like hair curling irons mouse traps and steam pumps and he also apparently claimed to have invented the light bulb which it's not that's I mean I get it but um, is it Edison who did the light bulb yeah yes yeah well Edison was a famous magpie and stole lots of different yeah absolutely designs and within this tiny mousetrap is a small machine gun... Oh, God damn it! <laughs> Just, we can't... 
And then Put machine guns and everything. Okay. <laughs> so Mac- Maxim was also obsessed with trying to um, build a plane, powered flight. Ah, that was kind this of was, a yeah, thing. This was like but he would have been one of many at that time trying to do that. Like who were trying to do that? Imagine yeah, yeah. But all- could fly. This is where we come to our link from last week's episode and why it's jumping off point. Because gotcha. He fell in, Maxim, with ZZ. Ah, there he is. There he is. The man himself. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Is ZZ time, baby? Because, oh, because ZZ because ZZ was so um, uh, forward thinking and unscrupulous, he was also convinced, if you remember, that the next wars would be fought in the air. Yeah. So he was also trying to. It was in his interest for somebody to crack powered flight so that he could then weaponize it. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So they became sort of like, and the reason they fell in with each other was because Maxim was. I told the, we told this story in the episode last week, but we'll recap it. Zaharov was demonstrating his. Uh, the weapons he was there to sell. Maxim was demonstrating his Maxim gun. Yeah. yeah. And Zaharov spread the rumour that only Maxim could fire it. He's such a oh, prick, isn't he? Oh, that's right. Uh, yeah, yeah, that yeah. Do like, you remember? Yeah. So then yeah. the only way that Maxim could sell anything was to fall in with, with him. Zaharov. Yeah. So yeah, sell it through him and yeah, fucking hey. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's such a piece um, of shit. A, I mean, but but a good. I used man. to be a piece of shit. <laughs> I used to be, be sloppy steaks. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, Maxim founded um, an arms company. Maxim merged with Nordenfelt. Yes, already... with the Nordenfelt gun, yeah. yeah. And then with arms sales led by ZZ, variants of the Maxim gun were bought and used extensively by both sides during World War One. Mm. So when Zaharov was arming both sides of a conflict yeah. that right. he'd helped sort of stir up, part of the weapons that he was selling were Maxims. Gotcha. Fucking hell, man. Back when he was playing um, both sides. With ZZ sort of like entering the story... Mm. And knowing what his methods were, and the fact that ZZ went from the UK, if you remember when he he, he was a bigamist, he married he oh, married yeah. the daughter of a Bristol builder. He went over to uh, the states and then eventually came back. I wouldn't put it past the fact that um, ZZ was aware of what Cantello was doing. Oh right, yeah, of course. Maybe that's why the designs are similar. As in, like he he oh so like he magpied it. He just sort of like oh yeah, yeah but also. Cantello went missing, so why why couldn't Zaharoff have for the idea? Yeah, and then sort of like when he fell in with Maxim, yeah, gone. 
oh, I've got some ideas of my own, actually. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then they sort yeah. of like... So he used Cantello's designs to... If elements of those were merged in, that would explain why the guns were very similar. Yeah, that makes... I mean, yeah, I could see that. I think it's... Yeah, he doesn't... Uh, Zenta doesn't have to use them himself. He just has to find someone else who's interested in doing it. Mm. So... Yeah, that seems pretty plausible. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Obviously, I knew about this story to the fact that we sort of like kind of covered it early in lockdown. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, but, then, but on a, only on a live stream. Yeah, and then when I was looking at the Basil Zaharoff stuff and the fact that he'd fallen in with Maxim, I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> Couldn't this maybe have explained why uh, another machine gun builder went missing? Yeah. I do love that you like, keep saying fallen in. Like, I feel like you're being a real parent at this point. You're just being like, it's fallen in the background. <laughs> fallen in with the wrong crowd. <laughs> fallen with a, with a bad bunch of boys. That Zaharoff is, yeah. he's, he's a bad boy. He's a bad boy. I don't want you hanging out with him. So yeah, so he's, he's in with these guys. He's in with, you know, he's, he's... The other thing to point out is that apparently Maxim, oh, he'd moved from America over here. And this is this is could be this could be another theory that kind of absolves ZZ. I mean, ZZ was a piece of shit, but maybe he didn't have anything to do with it. <laughs> um, when Maxim came over to Britain, 1881, and then a little bit later, that's when Cantello left. Yeah. Maxim, when he was over here, found out that somebody was impersonating him back in America. Now, oh, I wonder whether another explanation could be Cantello has been obviously. They didn't have the internet, but what if Cantello yeah. was reading publications that were specialist that yeah. no one else would really know about Maxim? Okay. So uh, he was like he was like passing off Maxim's work as his own. Mm. Then he found out Maxim had come over, and he was like, "Oh shit!" So <laughs> so he fucked up, <laughs> um, and then started pretending to be Maxim because of their resemblance. Yeah. Back in America, so that could have been a thing. He was like, "Well, I, well." If Maxim's over here, I'm going to go and pretend to be him in America. Because I thought we were going to go with that is that like he was just walking around. Someone's like, "Hey, it's Maxim. How's it going, buddy? Hey, you're the machine gun guy." And he's like, "I am. Oh no, no, not me. I'm a, I'm a just a, a quaint Britishman from." And then like he gets swept up in like a kind of crazy fish out of water thing, and then all of a sudden he's presenting the gun to the army, and he's like, "What?" So <laughs> that's kind of in a sitcom esque type. But I don't think that happened, I think. Yeah. Well, he started lecturing, apparently. That was uh, So obviously there are photographs of both men and people have gone, oh, well, facial recognition experts have gone different people. Yeah. Uh, and they are different people. They don't They don't look exactly the same. No. Um, but because there are photographs knocking about the two people, there are also photographs of their guns as well. Yes. And the Royal Armouries were shown a photograph of Cantello next to the gun he'd built. Mm-hmm. And they did confirm that the weapon appeared to be exactly the same as the Maxim gun. Mm. So there is that. So the fact that they are two different people, but the guns are the same, there has to be a reason for that. Now, it could be that Cantello was obviously maybe more aware of the munitions race than anybody else. He was so he could pass sort of like um, before before any any bit of recorded media was available at everyone's fingertips, you could say that you'd seen a, a De Niro film that didn't exist or something. Mm. Yeah, right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. People would be like, oh my God, that sounds amazing. So we he mean, could have done the people same. People try to do that shit in fucking high school, so don't... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but Cantello could have been like, hey, no one else really knows about this. I'm going to I'm gonna copy this design and pass right. it off as my own. Yeah. So he could have done that. Equally, yeah. he could have designed it and Zaharoff could have seen that and offed him and then 
um, taken yeah, the design and sort of like influenced Maxim with it so that the yeah. eventual Maxim gun was very 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 similar to the one Cantello had built mm-hmm. two possible explanations is the, is, what's that thing about uh, where two different I don't know how this is more a science fiction trope that gets used in films and TV but apparently is a, is a theory where like oh there's a, two islands with two sets of monkeys on them and like they both develop the same way to eat termites out of a tree and it's like, what? <laughs> it's like there's this idea that like you could, I mean, it's plausible that they could have both come up with the same thing at the same time. But especially when you think about, I suppose, like the end goal of the automatic machine gun mm. is there's just one end point. Yeah, yeah, that's it's like yeah, once <laughs> and, you and it's sort of like they've just there. sort of like yeah, from the technology both... that existed at the time, they've just gone well. Yeah, like it's it'll always yeah exactly all roads lead to the same machine gun, and like I think they got there kind of first and everyone else was like, oh, that's how you do it. Yeah. Um, it's possible. I, I don't know. I, I, I'm leaning more towards um, uh, Zaharov, mainly because he's quite a lovely villain. <laughs> he's quite <laughs> fun. Um, yeah, if I wanted to be dramatic about it and embrace the drama, then yeah, I think, let's say, Zaharov offed him and stole oh, the design. Absolutely. But more but likely, also, I th- it, more likely, I think, is that Cantello was a nerd. Yeah, he's a <laughs> fucking nerd. Because <laughs> um, it also accounts for him going missing, in which there's, I imagine, still no rhyme or reason or evidence as to where he got to. No, or... no, like I say, the private investigator traced him to America, but and then no, that was it. No further. But he then that that that, like... that then that then goes to like if his own sons were like, oh my god, it's it's dad when they yeah. saw the photograph of Maxim, mm. yeah. then. Equally, anybody that thought they knew Maxim back in America could see Cantello and be like, "That's him." That's him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he could, they could have ended up sort of like being mistaken for each other. He could have they... just wanted to take a break from his son, and he's like, "I'm out," and then they're like, "Oh, Dad's missing." He's like, "Yeah, I'll take this." Because also his money went, didn't it? Because like you said, his like money his... went from his account. Yeah. Yeah. Then again, if we're gonna go down the Zaharov route, mm. Zaharov would have. God. And also, I mean, how easy to take money out of a bank account in the 1800s. You just show up and go, yeah, yeah. that's me. Uh, <laughs> and then they go, uh, sure. And they point yeah. at the beard. Ah. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> I'm an old white guy. Yeah, that's my money. <laughs> Zaharov had one of those. Zaharov had one of those. Yeah. These three dudes look the same. <laughs> they the they same would look the same. These old white guys in the 19th century in the age, look the same to me. They look the same. Yeah. <laughs> they look the same to me. These weapons guys. Absolute fucking weapons, the lot of them. It's a... <laughs> well, I reckon, yeah, like, I mean, yeah, that's also plausible. Just because the money went doesn't mean it was definitely Candela no. who took it out, you know. Yeah, yeah, you're game. right. Yeah. It does say that it was transferred, but I don't know how you'd do that in the nine. Well, the yeah, 18, you could wire money, I think. I do not understand how banking worked before, like, the fucking 70s. I don't yeah, get it. it makes no when sense. we didn't have computers, um, I don't understand. Yeah, do you remember with a credit was. card? They used to have the thing where they go. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how, how that, that worked because they used to have credit cards in the fifties, wasn't that yes. when they first came about? No one had a computer. I think, it, I think it makes like a copy of the card. Yeah, but you could just go around steal shit all day and then hit the That's road. What people did. That's what people do. People That's did why they that, changed. <laughs> people still do that, Suze. It's called credit card fraud, and I'm like, what? But how do they do it without the thing? I remember being a kid in the queue at B&Q with my dad and um, there was a strip and it said, don't put your credit card here. And oh, he did it by accident. Yeah, yeah he, he did it by accident. And he was like, ah. Oh. 
And I was like, why? What has happened? And he was like, I'm not meant to put my card there. And to me, this is magic as a kid. I'm like, what can it possibly do? I still don't understand how my phone does it from my card. Like, I took a photo of my card on my phone. And now my phone's like, I have access to your money. And I'm like, yeah. I don't know how you did that. I don't know, I don't you know how it. you fucking... It's like, I got, I take a little rapid flow COVID test because if you're on set, they're like, mm, we need to know yeah. you don't have COVID. I'm like, or oh, I'll take this fucking 30% accurate Accurate, test yeah yeah. i'll take this test which is bullshit all right there you go check it out no covid and they're like just take a picture of these this crazy dot 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 drawing right all right yeah and they're like thanks we got everything we need and i'm like yeah Yeah, it's oh fuck me that's i love when people are like well i don't actually use that app because they track you i'm like have you bought a train ticket in the last three weeks because they got you baby they got you when you paid for that facebook (laughs) yeah um, they got you what's that what's that first joined in 2004 fuck me they got you Oh, they got you. Oh, I don't want that app. I don't want that app because uh, they can uh, they can track you. How did you enjoy your um, holiday to Greece in 2017? Yeah. Really well. Wait a minute. Oh. How did you know? How did I know? My location services. <laughs> Facebook advertising is fairly amazing, isn't it? Because they're yeah. like, because people are re- really shit themselves. They're scared of it. They're like, I was talking about hot tubs and it advertised hot tubs to me. I'm like, did you buy a hot tub? No. I'm like, well, what's the problem then? Like, my yeah. favourite one is I was looking up blenders because I was like, how much is a blender? And I mm. thought if it's like 20 quid, I'll get one. But the cheapest one was like 40, 50 quid. So I won't yeah. bother. Facebook went, how about this blender? It's 1,200 pounds. Like, Do you know what, Facebook? I don't think your uh, targeted advertising is particularly smart yet. <laughs> yeah, it's not really that great. Like, it's all pretty run-the-mill, like, quite nerd yeah. shit, where it's like, everything that you've looked up, it just goes, what about this thing? Yeah. Like, oh, a more expensive version of a thing that I definitely might yes. buy. It's like if yeah. you buy a toilet seat, you're only going to need one every 10 years, maybe. Less. Maybe. And uh, they're <laughs> like, hey, I bought a toilet seat. And Facebook's like, toilet seats, I see they're your thing. <laughs> Here are 10 <laughs> options for you every day for the next three months. There's pictures of dudes with the, with toilet seats around their necks. Like, Going, hey. Ah. <laughs> see, this is the thing, I guess, about like back then in the 19th century. It's like, yeah, you could just walk out the door and be like I'm out skis I'm taking my money bye where do you go to America did you find out anything else nope Nope. (laughs) he's he's just gone I, I, what I like about it is, is that private investigator could have carried on because you wouldn't I've I've traced I've I've traced him to America Really? Okay, cool. Um, how have you done that? Well, he got on this boat. Where did that boat land? The boat landed somewhere in America. Uh, Are you going to... Are you going to figure... Nah, I mean, I'm pretty... It's big. Nah, have you, have it's you just, seen America? Nah, it's, it's as far as I can... Far, far, far as I can... Far as I can take this. Yeah. yeah it's huge out there. It's huge. I'd have to be researching for at least a month. That's a long time. That's a long time. And I got a lot of cases backing up. Look at this one. It's, they're cheating. I've got to take photos. Have you taken a photo in the 19th century? I've got to make sure what they're humping. they got to stay still for at least 15 minutes. <laughs> I can get a good, solid photo. Anyway, here's my business card. Ken Brennan. Is that... <laughs> <laughs> He's a time lord. <laughs> oh, um, if it was Ken Brennan, he'd have fucking phoned Cantella. He'd have found him he before the guy was even on the plane slash boat. 
He would have, yeah, he would have stopped him. He would have been like, hey. He would have grabbed him right by the bicep, but like, f- not faced him, but like, looked past mm. him and talked directly into his ear. Oh, That's such a power move. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just like, be like, yeah, it got real close. Yeah, side, side cheek to cheek. Yeah. The other thing is, of course, <laughs> the sons could have that. accidentally killed their dads with the with the prototype gun. That's true. Oh, and, then, and then tried to cover it up. And by then going, when Maxim came over... When Maxim came over, they wouldn't know that their dad had copied his homework. So yeah. they'd have been like, "Wait a that's minute, that's the so same. True. That's the that's the same gun. Maybe we can get a slice of this. He looks like dad. They don't. Yeah. No one knows dad's dead. Slice the Let's, action. Yeah. Slice the action. That's good. Yeah. I also just love the idea of how they killed him accidentally. Like they're just like, they're like draw a line around me with the bullets. When <laughs> 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 the dad's like walking past, he's like, "I'm Come just gonna on, clean this up," and one of them's like. Pew 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 pew. Like playing like pew 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 pew. Like, pew, pew they pew. don't know what pew pew is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the noise pew pew for a gun has never been made at that point. Pew 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 pew. <laughs> pew 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 pew. Shit. <laughs> Masood, I bet you can. No, I'm gonna do it. It won't, even, it, won't even, it won't even hurt me. It won't even hurt me. It won't even hurt me. Oh. <laughs> an apple? Can we put an apple on your head and just. Fuck. Come on, boys. <laughs> um, can both of you, like, will both of you. Good boys at school. Can you make good machine gun noises? Ben it depends. Can what, make what are you loads. after? Go on, do all of them. <laughs> I used to do a kind of like, yeah, I don't think I can do it anymore. I but I used to do one with my teeth. Ah. Uh, <laughs> oh my God, yeah. that's, you that's can more both helicopter. do it. It used to really annoy me because I was friends with all boys when I was a little kid. Because yeah. uh, like, the you, girls were was... like, she's gross. So I was friends with all the boys <laughs> instead. And they would all be like making really good machine gun noises. And I'd be like, yeah, yeah. Digga, 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 digga. What's the worst machine gun noise that a kid made at your school, Masood? Oh, uh, it was probably, uh, it was, uh, they'd go, and then they'd start dribbling. Oh. <laughs> Gregory Davis used to do this. <laughs> oh, that was a classic. <laughs> Like, oh, Susanna Kem is here, and she's making a bad machine gun. And I'm like, digga, 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 digga. I can't even you do said, that. You sounded so like bad. the terrorists in Team America. Yeah. <laughs> What's Femme Fatal Masood doing this week? Well, <laughs> well, well, well. Femme Fatal Masood this week is uh, seducing William Cantello away from his family. Hey, yes. hey, this oh, is absolutely. a great idea. Femme Fatal Masood. ZZ your... is like, I've got a guy here. <laughs> He's got machine gun plans. I want you to kill him and get them off him. And this, Give them um, to me. This this movie is called Maximum Bullet. Oh, I love it. Yes, Maximum please. Bullet. Careful. It's spicy. Ooh, that's hot. <laughs> Do you know that you've started doing Christoph Waltz? Ooh. Ooh. In the <laughs> do I? I think I do that anyway. I think that's yeah. Part you've done of it a few vernacular. times, and I always think Ooh. of like him there going, "Ooh, Ooh. that's bingo. that's a bingo." So that was our little rewind. Yeah. As of, ne- as of next week will be, and I felt like it was good to go back to that yeah, so that we cover sure. the story properly. Yeah. And it was the perfect opportunity because we just done ZZ. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But, um, Fantastic. Uh, yeah. Next ZZ. week. Next week we'll be back. We'll be in the twenties next week. Ooh. All right. The Ooh. 20s. Ooh. That's it. <laughs> hey, everybody, it's the 20s. This cocaine is the cat's pajamas. <laughs> hey, somebody give me a hotel doctor. <laughs> oh, almonds and champagne might make a comeback. What's oh, that? Yeah. Almonds and champagne. They're never fucking coming back. Forget it. 
They're dead. Um, they're definitely yeah. dead. Yeah. yeah. Where's Armin's and Champagne? They're dead. <laughs> it's all about the chocolate. Oh, thanks, Chris. That was a that was nice to yeah, get nice that was, to that see good. him again. Nice to see yeah. them again. Well, you know where to find us. We're on all of the social medias on at Mister the Rocks, uh, at Mister the Rocks on Twitter and on Instagram. It's spelled R O X. You can also email us if you like. If you like, hey guys, here's a mystery you should cover, and we will promptly ignore it. No, <laughs> we will read it. Get on the Patreon, though, and then you can vote for future... For future episodes. Right. Absolutely, yes. Get on the Patreon. Mystery on the Rocks slash Patreon. Or Patreon.com slash Mystery on the Rocks, isn't it? Yes. yes. Patreon.com forward slash Mystery on the Rocks, where yes. if you uh, subscribe at the top tier, you'll get a t-shirt after three months. Oh, yeah. You get a poster get after six. A, Some people a, have got their posters now. You get a mug after nine and then a hoodie after 12. Yeah. Oh, lovely, lovely little, uh, little gifts the for you. Nuggets for of treat. Yes, a little a treat. You've got your little treat. Um, yeah, it's a little treat, treat in your inbox. It reminds me of uh, when we were kids. We used to fucking rip the piss out of this guy's, this my friend of ours' dad, who would like always go down to the shop and buy himself like one of those big bottles of beers. Um, and he'd like go and buy one, and then like a few hours later, he'd go and buy another one. And me and my mom would be like, eh, he's getting his little treat. <laughs> and then we found out that he and his wife had marital problems. <laughs> and we're like, uh, might be the drinking. That might be why. Um, so every time I hear the word treat, I'm like, Haha, sadness. Um, that's all from us. Thanks so much. We love you. Bye. 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 Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.